1: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Hello. My name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5pm UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music. Maybe some of the rubbish bits as well. Mainly just the whole show minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention, I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast, but obviously it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded, so if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say, I mean I'm not going to read it because it's already happened, it's in the past, it's pre-recorded, and no one's going to see it anyway, but here's the worst bit, you might still get charged for it, depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time. It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of everybody's time. And so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 p.m. UK time on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, maybe leave a little review as well, saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast. This
0: is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh. This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C, Feldman.
2: And they might have mentioned, they probably did in the news just then, that... Tom Moore, Captain Tom Moore, is now Sir Tom Moore and he actually had the knighting ceremony with the Queen yesterday and she, she got her sword out and, and all that. And I'm just I'm just pleased that it all went to plan because there's a lot that could have gone wrong. Like she could have beheaded him, she could have the sword could have been so long that she fell over, or they could have just given each other coronavirus and that would have been a disaster. So listen, I'm glad that all is okay. All has gone to plan. I can sleep easy at night once again
0: now prepare yourselves for two hours of mediocre entertainment that may be mildly entertaining at best from the antichrist himself it's comedy bronze at least or your money back brought to you by an award-winning broadcaster well what up he won his school's charity stand-up competition when he was in year seven that counts right this is alec feldman on wizard radio
2: New from AJ Tracy and Mabel. That is West Ten. It's Wizard Radio. Before that, two twenty in Gracie. I'm Alec Feldman, and I'm in a mood today. I I warn you now, don't don't cross me, because I'm on a very short ten. I'm I'm in a mood. Um, so I'll just I'll just have a bit of a moan now, and then I'll be in a better mood to the rest of the show. So so the moan. I'm wet again. I've got soaked again. My jeans are wet again. My underwear is wet once again. I've I've lived in Manchester for what like two weeks maybe like properly and i i just i get wet all the time and cycling is not a good thing when you don't like getting wet because it just makes you more wet and i want a bike at the moment because bikes are kind of the cause of all the problems of my life because i haven't got my own bike i'm borrowing a bike that has no mud guards i'm just getting splashed all the time and i'm wet all the time and muddy all the time and ugh, the brakes don't really work either so it's it is very frustrating. I've just got back from the outside and once again, I am soaking wet and I, I'm, I'm bored of getting wet all the time. I've been talking to people who are back like in London, where I'm actually from, and they're like, oh, such a nice day. I'm going to go to the park. It's really sunny. And I'm here getting soaked through to my pants. What's going on? Why? What? How, how can the weather be so different in two parts of the country? I don't understand. I'm sure it's a very easy obvious answer, but I I sort of just didn't believe that that could actually be the case until I lived here, so that's me, I've had to tell myself off and have a bit of a moan and now I'm good, I'm good I'm fine, that, that's out my system so now we can have fun until 5 o'clock including um, I think I have a new sort of psychic ability maybe not psychic, I think I've found a new way to work out information about a person okay i'll tell you more about this after four o'clock it's a sort of a theory of mine that i'm working on i'm going to put it to the test at about 4:25. i've also got a new feature called disease news where i just bring you news on all the latest infectious diseases you're so welcome 10 past 4 today one of my ex-housemates has been cancelled but which one who do you think it's going to be more details to follow Also on the way, Jedward, Gemma Collins and a friend that you can rent all coming up before four o'clock with me on Wizard Radio. Music wise, got a new Dua Lipa coming up, Summer Walker, Josh685 and Darulo. It's all happening on Wizard Radio. Don't move. Don't go anywhere. If you need to go to the toilet, put your hand up and ask first and I might give you permission and a note, but only if you're desperate. That's how it's going to go down for the next couple of hours. Also, 60-second guide on the way, as per usual. And someone's knocking at your door. Mystery guest knocking at my door. You have to work out who it is. It's all going on. Right now, though, let's do This Week I Learned. This Week I Learned. I'm going to impart some wisdom now because I'm I'm nice like that. I'm going to share some life advice so that you don't have to learn the hard way because I've already been there. I've already done it. I have crossed that bridge so you can... Jump it. I, I don't know. That was a very mixed metaphor. It doesn't matter. Lesson number one this week I learned there really are people in the world, specifically in the UK and in America, who, who really care more about their like metaphorical construct of, of freedom than just saving lives. I'm talking about face masks, obviously, and all the, the weirdos that are like, but a government forcing me to wear masks? This is totalitarianism! No, it's not. It's public health, mate. It's fine. Just wear a mask. It's not that deep. Like, it's fine. Stop making a fuss. But no, they care about their their freedom. Their freedom to spread a massively infectious and dangerous and mysterious disease. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Do what you want in the name of liberty. It's what... Who's... who's a I don't know. Adam Smith would have wanted. I'm trying to think of, like... Libertarian political figures from history, but I realized that they're all a bit too niche. Anyway, so people are out there They think that their freedom is more important than not giving people an infectious disease The world's weird. I've also learned this week that if you do a really bad tweet And everyone hates you for it and they're like, oh, this is a terrible terrible tweet Just say you're hacked. That's what everybody's been doing this week. I think Kanye got got hacked and Elon Musk got hacked And loads of famous people, loads of verified people, because Twitter just turned off (laughs) tweeting from verified accounts for a bit, because they all got hacked. Now, I mean, maybe they did get hacked. I'm not, I'm not, uh, alleging a conspiracy here, but, but what if, what if they were just really bad tweets and they were like, hmm, I mean, everybody else is getting hacked. What if I can just... Do a really bad tweet, put out, like, my worst opinion, and you should be like, Oh, sorry, everyone. I was hacked. <laughs> oh, man. What's, what's Twitter like? Oh, dear. Terrible. It wasn't me. Definitely not me. No, definitely not. <clears throat> so that's that's a handy tip that you can use. If you want to tweet a highly problematic opinion or something just really weird and confusing, blame it on a hacker afterwards. And this week, I've learned this is this is a tally based one. I've suddenly found myself watching, like, actual linear TV for the first time in years. And because of coronavirus, all the like daily shows have stopped filming. So like EastEnders, Coronation Street, Hollyoaks, they're all not on at the moment, which is kind of good news because on the days when there aren't new episodes of Hollyoaks on Channel 4, the institution that is The Simpsons at six o'clock every night gets extended. Double bill. And this is genuinely made my week. I can watch, you know, the usual episode of Simpsons at six o'clock like everybody has been doing forever. And then there's another one! I'm loving it! Please don't bring Hollyoaks back, I would rather have a double bill of The Simpsons than, like, Northern Enders, please. Channel 4, if you're listening, keep double Simpsons, thanks very much. So we've learnt this week, people really do care more about some weird abstract concept than actual life-saving masks. You can just say hacked as an excuse for tweeting stupid things, and the Hollyoaks is off. The Simpsons is on. Catch the double bill while it lasts, because I have been enjoying it very much. Coming up next, I've seen an advert for a flat, but it's sort of not an advert for a flat. I'll, I'll tell you what I'm talking about in a second. First, his dualeeper, new hallucinate wizard radio, dualeeper and hallucinate. This is wizard radio. It's Alec Feldman here. All right. I saw one of my friends on Facebook share a link to um, like a flat listing on spare room and basically what it was they their roommate was moving out temporarily and so they were trying to find like someone to take their place and so I thought you know what I, I kind of want to see like you know where where this person lives what it's like I want to look at the pictures and have a bit of a nose so even though I'm, I'm not looking to to rent a spare room in Leeds at the moment I had a click on it and I was having a look and it, it is a very very fancy very fancy house. You've got like an all-white corner sofa. Like everything, everything's white basically. All the walls, all the furniture, everything. In the bathroom. Like the kitchen is really nice looking. I I rate 600pcm, which I think is is a lot, if I know anything about <laughs> rent. Um, but I re- really enjoyed the description. I wasn't expecting the description to to be quite what it was, um, because. Yeah, a lot of it was about the flat itself, you know, a gorgeous double bedroom, ensuite, brand new furniture, modern townhouse, parking bills. And so there's about, what, maybe nine, ten lines about that. And then there are two paragraphs, not about the flat itself, but about the person <laughs> that you could live with if you rented the room in the flat. I'll read you um some some assorted highlights you'll be living with name redacted who's often freelancing around the city. Um in the week she enjoys keeping fit and healthy, chills in the week but also up for spontaneous meals out, cinema, etc. or happy to stay in and cook. At the weekends before corona, mate she made the most of going out nights out, socializing, casual drinks, shopping, visiting friends and family in other cities or now and then having a relaxed one and this like this listing the majority of it is just talking about the person that lives there and not the house itself which i think is a really novel idea if you're trying to shift your room you know the pictures they can speak for themselves but what people really want to know about it is will they make friends living there so essentially what they've done i think they're kind of renting out their friend instead of the bedroom you're paying 600 pcm just just to be friends with this person and that's why it reads a bit like a sort of online dating profile you've got some hobbies and you know activities they like doing what a bit about them you know it's it's weird i've never seen a a bedroom spare room advertised in this way before but i think it's genius i think it could work because reading that I want to live there, she sounds great, sounds lovely, I'm sure I'd have a, a great time going on nights out, socialising, casual drinks, shopping, visiting friends and family in other cities or having a relaxed one now and then, Like, sounds great. So this could be a new thing I, th- I think, possibly, as the property market you know, heats up, don't just rent the flat, rent the people in the flat, genius. It sounds a bit a bit illegal but I'm sure it, I'm sure it's not I'm sure it's all above board. I thought that was quite fun. Coming up next um l- listen I've I've sort of developed a slightly embarrassing obsession. I think I'm ready to share it with you next after Summer Walker and Party Next Door this is my affection on Wizard Radio. Wizard Radio with Summer Walker and Party Next Door that is my affection. I'm Alec. Hi. You're right, good. Um I've uh, I don't know quite how to talk about this. I've developed a weird obsession, and um, I hate myself for for letting this happen. I really do. Um, but it does seem to have have happened, and I'm in a place now where this is something I've kind of I've realised I am genuinely slightly obsessed with this, and it's not it's not good. It's not big. It's not clever. It's not something i w- would really expect from myself i've let myself down is what i'm trying to say but basically you know you know the tabloid press they they have their celebrities like they pick a few that they just love doing stories about they probably even pay them for quite a lot of them and they're like working together and it's just utter rubbish like uninteresting nothingness from sort of minor celebrities and the tabloids love it and they probably get a bit of press and coverage and maybe even money out of it and it's great and I very much thought that taking an interest in any of that was very much below me Um, and I mean to an extent I sort of still do and yet here I am I'm 21 years old and I have a slight obsession with Gemma Collins stories and and I don't know how, how I feel about that You know, Gemma Collins, she was on The Only Way is Essex, like, ages ago. And I don't think she's been on it for a few years, but she's just kind of quite famous in her own right. She's from Essex. She talks like this. She's like, oh, I'm Gemma Collins. She's not the smartest person in the world. Uh, She did go on telly once and say, you know, I'm actually a massive fan of the dictionary and and stuff like that. She's not the sharpest tool in the box, but... In many ways, she is quite smart because she knows exactly how to play up a personality for the tabloid press and to get a bit of attention. And, you know, good on her, I suppose, if she's making a living out of it. Congrats. But I very much thought that Gemma Collins and me would never be a person I'm particularly interested in. I'd never see a story about Gemma Collins and go, Oh my God, I have to read it at once. And I don't know what's changed, but I've, I've just gradually... Develop these slight, slight obsessions, and I mean, there's a couple of stories this week that have come out about Gemma Collins, and I've just found myself going, oh, I'll I'll have a look at that, let's see if that's interesting, and I I have actually found it vaguely amusing. The first one, I read that Gemma Collins aghast at bank statement after realising she pays for six phones, and it turns out she's been paying six phone bills. Because she just has never cancelled any of her old contracts, you know. It's not very interesting as a news story. And then I'm still I'm all over it. I, I want to read about Gemma Collins and her six phone contracts, and I hate that that's the case, but it is. And another one. Why do I care? I don't know, but I kind of I kind of do a little bit. She's signed a a very very high money that did not make sense a big budget deal she's becoming the face of um budget airline whiz air who i think are the polish are they the polish national airline or just like an airline that you can use to get to eastern europe when i went to poland i flew on whiz air and she's now the face of this airline and there's a picture (laughs) of one of their airplanes bright pink and her face is on the side and it's huge like enormous like it goes literally the entire height of the plane, it's Gemma Collins, and wow, it's just, it's incredible. And I i don't know why I care, why have I started reading these stories, I don't know, but, but I have. She is, I guess, my, like, guilty pleasure celebrity that I shouldn't take an interest in the daily activities of, in any way, shape, or form, and yet, there's a part of me that does. What I mean, that sees an article about Gemma Collins doing something stupid and thinking, Ooh, "Hello." I don't know how we got here, but here we are. So listen, um, make me feel better, please. Maybe ease my shame, just just a little bit. Are there any famous people you've just got a weird, slight obsession with? Even though you know, you know deep down that they are they're utter trash. All of the content you consume about them, utter trash. But you just. You, you do quite enjoy reading it. you don't know why. Listen, it's a safe it's a safe space here. You can tell me. 07807-183-538. Send me a text. Or send me an email, station at wizardradio.co.uk. Who are your like guilty pleasure celebrities that you shouldn't like reading kind of gossip and news stories about, but you just, you just do. And you hate yourself for it. Send it to me right now. I will not judge you. I will only share your your pain. It, it's okay. It's okay. Don't worry. It'll be all right. I might have to wean myself off the Gemma Collins articles, though. Right, we'll read out a few of those a bit. We'll play Baby Queen as well now. Josh685, Jason Derulo, Savage Love.
0: Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio.
2: Please consume responsibly. Baby Queen and Buzz Kill on Wizard Radio. I'm Alec. Coming up, Anne-Marie, Nico B, and before 4 o'clock, someone's knocking at your door. I've just been seeing that apparently on the telly they're re-showing the the London 2012 Olympics or something. Um, Should I be worried? Is this massive competition? Or does nobody care because it was eight years ago? I don't know. But if anybody's out there, let's get back to my (laughs) unhealthy and shameful obsession with trashy tabloid news articles about Gemma Collins. I don't know how it's happened, but it has. I just can't stop reading them. I like the one where there was a picture of her face on the side of a plane. It was, it was massive. It was really funny. And the one where she's paying for six phones, and I, I don't know why, but I just, I just do. And that's that. I'm sorry. Um, but I'm not alone. It's okay. I've got a message here from Michael. And Michael's been very brave. He sent me a message. He says, I'm really embarrassed about this one. I've actually never admitted it in public. So here we go. My celebrity obsession is Danny Minogue. Yes, not the super famous Kylie, but her sister, who was a judge on The X Factor once. She isn't in the British news a lot, but she does make the headlines in Australia a fair amount. Although the stories usually have something to do with a relationship with her sister. At least, though, they do tend to be positive. I've learned that Australians love the Minoges. So the relationship story is usually quite positive and all about how happy they are at the moment. So at least that's quite refreshing. Yeah, that's really refreshing, actually. Is the Australian tabloid media, like, actually nice? Surely not. Rupert Murdoch's still involved, right? So it can't be. I would be very surprised. But that's cool if that's what people want to read. They don't want to read, like, Kylie and Danny's secret feud. None of that's just Kylie and Danny hold hands and have a picnic together. Isn't that nice? Yes it is, tabloid news <laughs> That's that's quite sweet in a way But yeah That's that's not so bad, I feel like Danny Minogue, she has a certain level of Prestige and Credibility that the GC Just don't have You know So I, yeah, I feel like Danny Minogue, it does You can have slightly more respect for that than I can have With my obsession with Gemma Collins related articles So that's kind of alright But yeah, an interesting choice, given Kylie is the much more famous Minogue. But I do remember Danny Minogue being on The X Factor. Was that, like, the only thing? Or she'd done other stuff as well? I don't know. But thank you for that admission, Michael. That was very brave of you. And we all have nothing but love and respect for you. Thank you. Sarah says, this one's really random. I'm obsessed with Vicky Pattinson, even though I have no idea who she is. Like, I don't know why she's famous. She was on some reality TV show once, but one day I just realised the Mail Online and all the other trashy websites just keep writing articles about her. I read one. Found kind of quite entertaining. The stories are literally like, Vicky Pattinson spotted out shopping in a Zara look, type stories. Sometimes I just like reading random stuff about someone who I don't know anything about. It's a bit creepy. I feel like I'm watching her every move, but it's now an addiction. Yeah, now you mention it, I, I do know the name Vicky Pattinson. She's she's Geordie. I've heard a few interviews with her, and she comes across quite well. She seems quite nice. But I don't know why she's famous either. Was she on, like, Geordie Shore or something? That that feels like it could be right. Goggle box? I don't know. Am I getting a confused with Scarlett Moffat? Yeah. No, I, I don't really know why she's famous, but it's nice to know that she was spotted out shopping in Zara clothes. Good for her well done Vicky Um, yeah I I hear your point about reading random stuff about people you don't know but then isn't that just social media I suppose the only difference is in social media you can consent to what gets put out about you whereas in in the mail online you very much can't and they will print literally what they want but I think it's kind of the same you know everybody's a bit of a um, what's the word what's the word when you enjoy watching other people You know what I mean. Everybody likes watching other people's lives, I think. There's something about it that is just a little bit appealing. So, um, understood. Benji's been on as well. As someone who grew up in North London, (laughs) I have a lifelong obsession with Stacey Solomon. Unfortunately, since her X Factor and Armour Celeb days, there are less and less stories about her, and most of them are usually something to do with her relationship with Joe Swash or her kids. But whenever there is a story about her i run to it she's just so harmless and i like reading stories about harmless people yeah she's she's classic tabloid fodder um i'm sure i read well, i didn't read one i saw a headline about her recently what has she done i don't know something about like interior decor or something boring like that i wonder what but yeah they're always about joe swash Who? i don't really know who joe swash is either is he, is he the one that sounds a bit like this because i remember right, back in the day I think Joe Swash did a show on CBBC where kids would like teach their parents how to drive or something. Is, does that ring a bell with anyone? I'm just trying to find this um, article, the one I saw most recently, about DIY or something boring. No, it's all about babies and blunders and men. No, I, don't know. I don't You know, I don't care enough to read all these. Yeah. But that is, that is a classic one that just gets written about all the time. It's not that interesting. But I can totally understand why you would just, um, you know, keep reading it. Just because you need to feed the addiction. Oh, and by the way, I've remembered the word I was looking for earlier. It Voyeur. It was voyeur. Everybody's got a bit of, like, voyeur inside them. That, I think that's French. It means you're, like, watching other people. But we already established that. So there you go. Thank you for these these very brave confessions. Um, obviously, it wasn't easy doing that, especially Michael, who's never admitted his obsession with Danny Minogue in public before, and he chose this radio show to do it. So thank you very much. Oh, actually, I've got another one, one more that's just come through. Last minute, a late entry to the, the make me feel less bad about the fact that I'm obsessed with Gemma Collins articles from Ellie. I go through phases with my random celebrity addictions. I've had my Ojama phase. Before that, I had my Gemma Collins phase. Yeah, we've all been there, see? Everybody loves a bit of the JC. Say. But um, most recently, I'm in my Martin and Roman Kemp phase. <laughs> I can't work out if they actually get along really well or hate working together. I also can't quite crack Roman Kemp. Is he happy with life or is he sad with life? He's always a bit nasal. Anyway, every story about them is a the story that I've read. literally all of them you read all of them in the world that's that's crazy that's very impressive yeah um yeah that's that's (laughs) that's a valid one i feel like they probably would like each other and get along because they are father and son you know it would be quite sad if they didn't especially given all the appearances they put in together have i ever told this story on the radio i can't remember whether i have or not when i this is, this is a bit of a name drop. When I got sent to the Brits, Clang, in February, which feels like a million years ago. Yes, I got sent to the Brits. It was ridiculous and weird and just weird. I <laughs> asked a question to Martin and Roman Kemp on the red carpet. And I think I said something along the lines of, so, Martin and Roman Kemp, who's who's plus one? And they just kind of and laughed nervously. And Roman was like, yeah, I'm, I'm his plus one. And they moved on pretty sharpish. So, um, maybe maybe they don't like working together. <laughs> I don't I don't know, but that's a good phase to go through. I don't think that, that question made any tabloid articles, disappointingly. But, yeah, um, I, I also can't crack Roman Kemp. I've heard many a story about him um, that's vaguely interesting, but probably can't be shared on the radio. Anyway, I'm going to move on very quickly. It's Wizard Radio. Thank you for those messages. Coming up next... I need to talk about some more trashy tabloid celebrities. Jedwood. they need justice. First, this is a new song by Amory and Doja Cat. It's called To Be Young. Amory and Doja Cat, they have a new song together. It is hot off the press. It was printed onto a CD yesterday and it's called To Be Young. Playing on Wizard Radio, I'm Alec Feldman. Good afternoon. Thank you very much for listening. I would now like to draw your attention to a gross injustice in the world. If you do not speak out on injustice... You are on the side of the oppressor. I would like to put that one out there. It's very important right now because something terrible has befallen two of our our most beloved musical artists. I mean, to be fair, they're not really... When I say are, they're Irish, aren't they? From, like, Republic of Ireland. So, or are they from Northern Ireland? That's a very dangerous one to get wrong. Hang on. Let me do some research before I put my foot in it. Okay, they are from the... Republic of Ireland so yeah, they're not British, they're Irish good, but you know, I feel like they're on the X Factor UK so I feel like we do have some some claim over them, but they have been, they have been wronged, I'm talking obviously about Jedward um, if you don't know who Jedward are, well I'll, I'll let them explain in their own words Hey
1: guys, I'm John, and I'm Edward, and together we are John and Edward, and as you guys know we're twins, and together we are known as Jedward
2: See Together, they are, they are John and Edward. They're on the X Factor. They had really tall hair. I was talking about them a few weeks ago because I was just reading their ridiculous life story after they they were on the X Factor, which includes um, a play being made about them, lots of court cases, and a p- potential Jedward board game. Like They've had a mad few years. And I think they're in America these days. But they they have been wronged. Something quite shocking happened. And it was reported at 11.11pm last night that Simon Cowell and Sony Music had removed one of their songs from streaming platforms and deleted the official video off YouTube. It's just gone. It's not there anymore. If you wanted to listen to Under Pressure, Brackets, Ice Ice Baby by John and Edward, John and Edward, Jedward, you can't. It's just gone. It's like it never existed. Now, yes, maybe this was an ill-advised mashup of Vanilla Ice and Queen, but it's a part of our musical history like any other song, and it does not deserve to be erased. They put on their Twitter, at Planet Jedwood last night, Yo, Simon Cowell and Sony Music UK, why have you removed our iconic first single, under pressure, Ice Ice Baby, from our streaming platform, of the official music video, because they talk really fast. That's that's how they sound. They said, That's our legacy. We're outraged. It's part of pop culture we demand a response so very strong words from john and edward Jedwood there um i'm just gonna go on spotify now just to just to check that it has not been put back up yet since since this was initially reported no i can't i can't see anything it's not it's not on their first album victory from 2011 or their second album young love from 2012 or in fact their third album, Voice of a Rebel, from 2019. It's, it's gone. It is no longer on Spotify. So as of 3.51pm, it still stands that Simon Cowell and Sony Music, for some reason, have removed Ice Ice Baby by Jedwood, which, by the way, it does sound like this. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. jedwood's back with a brand new invention. <laughs> something. I'm glad I played it then because, well, that might be the only chance you get to hear it. It's not on YouTube. It's not on um, Spotify anymore. So the only place you can hear it is in like a 10-second burst on this show. But I would just like to add my voice to the the huge numbers of people who are calling for justice for Jedward. Put under pressure brackets Ice Ice Baby back on streaming platform Simon Cal before, I don't know, before there are, I don't riots on the street? Are people going to riot over a Jedward song? No, they're, they're, they're really not, are they? But I do fully support Justice for Jedwood and I hope that one day we can listen to their, their seminal single once more on streaming services. Thank you very much for listening to this message. Coming up next, someone is knocking at your door after Nico B. Who's that? What's that? Someone's
1: knocking at the
2: door. Somebody's ringing the bell. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Someone's Knocking at Your Door. Knock, knock, everybody! Who, who's there? No, I still can't make cat catcrasers happen. My name is Alec Feldman, and I am the host of radio's only, and I can emphasise only, game show based on doors and the People's Postcode Lottery. So in a sec, someone's going to unexpectedly knock at the door i think i can just see them walking up the path now and you know i haven't invited them around. it's rude just to show up without without invitation so the only way they are getting through that door is if one of you can guess who they are if not then i'll just send them away i've got a really long path by the way can you can you tell It'd take them a while to to walk up on my uh, my my country estate aha And there they are. They are knocking at the door. Let's take a look to see who it is. Hmm. Okay. Yep. Yep. I I see them. I know who they are. They are outside my house right now. But they can only come in if you can guess who they are. You don't have to guess blind, obviously. Uh, You do get some clues. To get the clues, James Gilmore has to ask me five yes or no questions. So let's do that right now. Hi.
1: Hi. You know, I much prefer the knocking than the annoying zoom ringtone we had for weeks. I know, wasn't it bad? Oh, it was, it it was hard on the ears. Never want to do a zoom again after that. No, not after that. Anyway, I've got my, how many questions do I get? Five? Five, same as it's been forever. Yeah, but you know, I still don't remember. Um, Okay, my first question, are they a man? No. Are they a relevant celebrity? I'd say so, yes. Do you want to see them knocking on your door? That's a new one. I probably wouldn't, no. Ooh, okay. So they're not a man, they're a relevant celebrity that you wouldn't want to see knocking on your door. Um, Are they British? Yes. Yes, they are British. Okay, are they significantly older than us and our listeners?
2: You know, I don't think they are, but let me just check. It's not Captain Tom. No, Moore. no, not at all. Wow. In fact,
1: God, they awesome. are, I can tell you, they are slightly younger than me. Ooh. Slightly like younger than Alec. And Alec is 16. So Yes I am. So there we go. Can't wait to do my GCSEs. Alright, so they're canceled. not a man, they're a relevant celebrity, you you wouldn't want to see knocking at your door, but they're British and slightly younger than Alec. Alright, well a lot of a lot of things to think about here.
2: There are, and I think the British question, I would say, was a particularly good question. Ooh, okay. That, that's your bonus clue for the week. I'm going to be a bit mean, but the British question was a very good question, but they are British. They are a
1: British citizen. Oh, okay. So this is key. So maybe it's somebody that our might not think are British, but they actually are. Maybe, maybe. Wow. All right. There's levels on it this week. There are levels. I this think is, I've this done quite clever. good. I think I've done quite good this week compared to, Those you know. Those good targeted questions. I'm yeah. impressed. Well done. I actually prepped them this week. Oh, very good. I actually wrote some notes saying, mm, what do I want to ask Alec? How do I want to set myself up for success? I've been watching um, self-help videos this week. What, how, how to-, to beat someone's looking at your door? <laughs> well, you know, just, just how to set yourself up well in a situation where you're put on the radio and have to not let down a large group of people.
2: Very good. Well, the prep all paid off. Who do you think it is that's knocking at the door? They are not a man. They're a relevant celebrity who you wouldn't want to see knocking at your door. They are a British citizen, and they're not older than us. They're actually slightly younger than me. Who is it? Send me a text right now if you think you know. 07807 183 538 is where you can get me, or you can email me, station at wizardradio.co.uk. And you can always... All of the time, whenever you want, slide in on socials as well. We are at Radio on all of those. So come and have a guess if you think you're smart enough on someone's knocking at your door. Coming up, Lady Gaga and New Ella Henderson. After the news is two minutes past four.
0: Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet.
2: Ella Henderson and take care of you. And before that, Lady Gaga, Ariana Grande, rain on me. It's Alec Feldman. Good afternoon. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. Hang about, because I'll play Lennon and Stella soon. Before that, though, one of my old housemates has been cancelled. Now, I've lived with many people over the years, all of whom have made it onto the radio in some form. Usually not with their real names, but I've lived with, in the past, The Geordie. The only other southerner, but we never really talked about her, because she wasn't that interesting or nice the dentist going back a long way boltonian girl obviously only other boy we've lived with as well all of these people the the exchange student whose name i forgot and most recently the toothbrush thief because he was using my toothbrush now which one of those do you think has been cancelled this week was it the Geordie? Was it the dentist? Was it only other boy? Well, I can tell you the old housemate of mine that has been cancelled in the last seven days it's the toothbrush thief. I mean you wouldn't you wouldn't really expect any less would you after after the shenanigans where he was using my toothbrush and this was like a week after I met him for the first time we found him off Facebook because we needed to fill a gap there was there was yeah obviously the toothbrush stealing incident and there was the time that he took out an entire sort of tub unopened of my mushrooms put them in the microwave and then just ate them plain as a mid-morning snack all of them my mushrooms so this guy he's got he's got previous and this week he he well he was cancelled basically um it was somewhat unexpected but very entertaining for me the cancellation of this this random guy that i lived with for a year because we needed to fill a bedroom and we found him on facebook so he puts this tweet out on oh, what day was it it was only a couple of days ago i think it was thursday and it i don't know you know where this came from it feels very much like a random brain fart that sometimes you just feel the need to publicise your worst opinions, and and so he decided to put a tweet out. It was very long and rambling, like I said, very brain farty, and without wanting to read it out because it's just it's stupid and not worth the airtime. It's basically just about victim blaming and his views on it, and surprisingly or unsurprisingly, he he is somewhat in favour of victim blaming. It seems. Um, which I didn't really know that when I don't want to live with him, we never really talked about it. But it's it's not the best opinion. And I saw this tweet go out not long after it was was posted, and I was like, oh, what an idiot! Glad I don't live with him anymore. And um, <laughs> I really hope he's not listening. I don't think he is. <laughs> and then, well, that'd be really embarrassing, wouldn't it? Not that not that I care that much. And then I, I saw it again a few hours later because someone else that I follow who doesn't know him had retweeted it with a comment being like, oh, isn't this guy an idiot? And so I went back to the original tweet and somehow, for some reason, it had really, really gained quite a lot of traction and it had been really badly ratioed. So if we look at this tweet from three days ago, it's got 112 likes, 442 comments, and 1,841 retweets with comments. The comments include, you actually typed this and hit send. And what the is this? And no, um, no, 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 no. And um, to avoid being robbed, get rid of all your possessions. And oh, I can't walk home from work tonight now. And have a day off. And "Oh, so many. There's so many just totally owning this guy. Uh, It's quite bad for him. Like, and all the comments as well. Hundreds of comments saying, mate, you're an idiot. What are you doing? Shut up. He was like replying to them all and arguing with them. And I don't understand why he is doing this. I really don't. It baffles me. Um, But basically, he's just been really badly ratioed on Twitter. Um, I did see a tweet a while back, which I feel like sums it up quite nicely. It said, Every day on Twitter, there is one main character, and it's everybody else's goal not to be that main character. And I think on Thursday, this guy, the toothbrush thief I used to live with, he was the main character of Twitter, and he was really getting it in the neck. And then I was telling someone else this story, and they were like, oh yeah, I also saw this tweet. So everybody's seen it in their timeline. I wonder, you know how on Twitter you can look to see how many people have seen the tweet? I wonder how many have. I bet it's like tens of thousands of people. But then the weird thing was after this cancellation, it just, just carried on like nothing happened, talking about doctors wearing PPE and retweeting some flags and talking about um, the, I don't know, coronavirus. And my favourite part of this whole thing, um, the initial tweet that caused all this this um, attention, began with slightly con- slightly controversial opinion coming up. And he then went on to talk about loads of stuff about victim blaming. The next day he followed it up with another slightly controversial opinion. Doritos are far better than Pringles. That that was his next slightly controversial opinion. He's he's done victim blaming, that's ticked off. Next on his list of things to tweet about crisps. <laughs> so so odd. So that is the story of my former housemate who stole my toothbrush and my mushrooms. Uh, getting totally cancelled on Twitter Because of some some silly comments about victim blaming What a fun way to spend his Thursday uh, Coming up next, a brand new feature called Disease News It's on after Leonard Stella, Charlie Puth, Summer Feelings Summer Feelings, I'm Alec Feldman Good afternoon, how's it going? Playing soon, how would you like? Some Avenue Beat, that's really good Some Tenel Towns and some Zara Larsson as well Because I will play you all of those songs you are so welcome. Right now though, welcome to a brand new section of the show. It's called Disease News. This is where I bring you all the latest news on diseases. Um, I just thought it'd be fun, you know, there's a global pandemic on, so what better way to use this platform than to bring you news about diseases. Just, you know, to spread a little bit of fear because I think that's what we really need right now. So welcome to Disease News. That was that was me shuffling my paper. I am Alec Feldman and the Disease News tonight. I'm, I'm trying to feel like the real news because it sounds a bit rubbish. Um, there was a woman who infected 71 people with coronavirus after a trip in a lift. Disease News. And so there was, there, was this, there was this woman. It was in it was in China, um, and she she went home uh, from a trip to the US, and went to her block of flats. And in her block of flats, she used the lift. Unfortunately, she had coronavirus, and so whilst in this lift, obviously she breathed, therefore spreading coronavirus all over the lift. Therefore, when other people used that lift they all caught coronavirus and th- apparently this this went on and it spread so much that the lift got contaminated. About 71 people got coronavirus and it can all be traced back to this one person who came back and went in the tower block with coronavirus and spread it to all the other... 71? That's enormous. Like 71 people. Imagine knowing that you personally... Have been responsible for giving coronavirus to seventy-one people. That's insane. That's incredible in a way, but also you know really bad. And you know obviously it's it's not really your fault because if you don't if you don't think you have if you don't have the symptoms if the tests are negative what can you do? But still, wow, seventy-one people just from one case. That is, I mean that's an R rate of seventy-one. <laughs> that's really high. I think in the UK it's like one at the moment. But her personal R rate seventy-one. And that is the first story on this edition of Disease News. I need a real sound effect, because I'm just going to break this desk if I keep hitting it. The second piece of Disease News, someone has died of the bubonic plague. I know, off of, like, the Middle Ages. It was a it was a massive problem in the UK. In well, there were lots of waves of it throughout the, sort of the mid-1000s. I think, people, you know, you get bubonic plague, you'd spread it, you'd die, it was messy, it was terrible, you'd get really pussy and bleh. it was really bad, and I kind of just assumed that, um, well, it was, it was done, you know, the plague wasn't on anymore, but no, the latest disease news is that you very much can get the bubonic plague, um, it's if you eat a marmot, which is an animal that looks kind of like a cross between, I'm going to say a beaver and a... A koala. That's my thinking, looking at this picture right now. Yeah, yeah, that's what it reminds me of. And you can find them in Western Mongolia, I believe, as well as Northwest China and Eastern Russia. They are a member of the rodent family. And if you eat one, you might get the bubonic plague. And someone has, and they very sadly died of it. And that, again, blew my mind a little bit because I didn't know you could really get the bubonic plague anymore. And I kind of assumed that, like, even if you did, it would be able to be treated because it's not the middle aged anymore. But no. So this this is an important public service announcement. If you see a marmot, it looks like a cross between a beaver and a koala bear. It's got the face of a koala, maybe the body of a beaver don't eat it because bubonic plague is very much still on and a risk if you're not careful. So that is all the latest disease news. I will have more disease news next time. Thank you. Good night. Here's Avenue Beat. Avenue Beat and F2020 on Wizard Radio. I I wholeheartedly agree. A massive F in the chat for the year 2020. It's Alec here, Tennell Towns and Zara Larson coming up. Now though, I think I've got a new superpower. Maybe not a superpower. It it's sort of it's sort of psychic. But I think it's more more like Sherlock Holmes. You know Sherlock Holmes has incredible powers of deduction. I think I am able to harness my powers of deduction to work out things about a person. And all I need to do it is four items From their fridge. I think your fridge says a lot about you. You know. Stuff you've got in it. I can tell a lot from it. I can work out how old you are. I can work out maybe how rich you are. What your job is. How middle class you are. Where you're from. All sorts of information. I can work out I think. Purely going off what is in your fridge. Now I really want to put this theory to the test. Um, And my first victim. Sorry. uh, First subject of the experiment. I think will be James Gilmore. Hello there. Hi. So, all I need from you, James, I would very much like to know four items that are currently in your fridge. And I'll try and work out a few
1: details about, you know, your person. Okay. Um, just blurt them out. Um, yeah, just, just tell me. Mayonnaise. Mhm. Salad cream. Hmm. So we have both in my family: a fruit salad and a separate little, I'd say, pouch of passion fruit seeds. Very, very interesting. I'm getting, I'm
2: getting a lot of different class signifiers there. <laughs> yeah, for start. that's
1: what I first thought.
2: Because, you know, I'd say salad cream. I would say traditionally quite working class. But then on the other end of the spectrum, you've got, you've got the passion fruit seeds. I wouldn't say that's working class at all. So I'd say working class background, but have now progressed to a solid middle class lifestyle. That's my first deduction from that fridge.
1: What's interesting with that is that we actually shop in two different supermarkets, depending on what we're buying. Ah. So the mayonnaise is Tesco own brand. Yeah, the passion fruit seeds and the s. There you go.
2: There you see. I've already I've already made one deduction correctly. What else? What else can I can I take from that? Obviously, you're not averse to to a, a sort of a fat based condiment, hence the mayonnaise and salad cream, it's actually which also light, means
1: it's actually light mayonnaise, but light fine. mayonnaise.
2: Ah, but you're health conscious because you know the light mayonnaise, but also the fruit salad, you know. No elaborate cakes or pastries or pies. It's just a just healthy little fruit salad. We're not allowed cakes or pies in my house. Oh, that is okay. that's a shame. And what else, what else? Uh, nobody's lactose intolerant, obviously, because mayonnaise I has to like used eggs to be. and dairy.
1: I used to be, when I was younger, lactose intolerant, but not you anymore. What do you mean you used to be? When I was, it's something you can grow out of. Really? Yeah, when I was younger, I was lactose intolerant. I had no idea. We do have, actually, worth a note also, in my fridge, we've got semi-skimmed milk, Mm. skimmed milk, and almond milk. Oh, wow. So people are fussy about milk. Everybody has their
2: own type of milk.
1: Well, I think most of us are semi-skimmed, me included. My mum is skim. So is she the health-conscious one because of the fruit salad and the light mayonnaise? For sure. Yeah, I see. And, but my brother likes almond milk. What I would say, though, on the mayonnaise and the salad cream is that often when we use one, we also use the other. That's just just confusing. So, for example, if after this show, I was going to go and make, I don't know, a tuna mayo jacket potato, which is probably what I'm going to make after this show. Yum. I will use mayo and salad cream salad cream goes like in the tuna mayo yes so you you know you flake the tuna i'm (laughs) i call me i know how to make tuna mayonnaise uh, you flake the tuna then you put the mayo no then you put the yeah the mayo in then you do a squirt of salad cream it just gives it a little bit of a kick i find wow i know it's the same with our egg mayo actually we have egg mayo every friday
2: (laughs) every friday
1: yeah well we like clockwork no, no, literally. I mean, every Friday we have egg mayo.
2: That's that's very good to know. I feel like I know way more about your dietary habits now than I, I ever asked to, but that's, that's good. I'll be taking notes. Yeah. And I think that's pretty much all the deductions I can make based on that information about the contents of your fridge.
1: Are you impressed? I'm um, not particularly, because you kind of knew all of that information about me anyway. So... So what you're saying is I should try it on other people that I don't know? Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm
2: saying. All right, then. You know what? I'll rise to that challenge. Come at me right now. 07807 183 538. Tell me four things that are currently in your fridge. I will make some deductions about you and your family and your personality and everything about you based purely on four items that are in your fridge. So send that to me right now. 07807 183 538 five three eight you can tweet me a picture if you really want at wiz radio or send me an email station at wizardradio.co.uk i'm gonna guess personality traits and other bits of information about you purely based on what is in your fridge coming up next i'm gonna play Tenil towns a song called come as you are but first do you want to know a bit more about 10 Old towns because i did and so i did some research i went off i read some books I looked online, I made some calls, I did all sorts just to find out as much as I possibly could about Tenel Towns. This is all completely factually accurate, as it always is. And so here, right now, is my 60 Second Guide. Alex,
0: totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 Second Guide.
2: The most asked questions about Tenel Towns on Google are Are Tenel Towns and Tenel Arts the same person? Yes, it's a Miley Stewart Hannah Montana style situation. What is Tenil Town's net worth? It's actually 176 billion which is just below Jeff Bezos's 176.1 billion. Uh, who is Tenel Towns touring with? the one direction obviously and who wrote Jersey on the wall? I don't know, but I hope they catch them and make them wash it off. And now we've established those very important facts about Tenel Towns. We can move on to her biography. She's inspired by things she sees in her day-to-day life, which is why she's previously written songs about big issue sellers, a white horse that she saw once, traffic wardens, and people getting splashed by a bus driving through a puddle. All of her music is rooted in real life, relatable stories, including the latest single, Come As You Are, which is about the dress code for a midweek dinner party that Tennell held recently. Her music has been described as a magnifying glass over the zeitgeist of our age. And that is Tennel Towns in sixty seconds.
0: Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio, Saturdays three till five.
2: She's got all farmer there, Zara Larson and Love Me Land on Wizard Radio. It's Alec Hi. Tennel Towns, and come as you are before that. Ray playing soon. We'll find out who is knocking at the door. And now, let's return to my new ability. I can tell information about you as a person your upbringing, your family, your dietary habits, your class, all sorts, purely by being told, four items from your fridge. And I did it on James, and he was fairly unimpressed, and he kind of basically challenged me to do it on people that I don't actually know, like, at all. So, I've got some more here, I'm gonna have a go, and I mean, I'll be honest, we'll never know whether or not I'm right, so I can just kind of make up whatever I want, but... This is my new superpower. Be impressed. Prepare to be amazed. As I tell you information about people based purely on the contents of their fridge. Ethan, his fridge has a loaf of bread. He says, yes, we put bread in the fridge so it's nice and cold. Loaf of bread, tomatoes, mixed grapes and salad spread. So, first things first. Revealing the thing about the bread in the fridge. He likes it cold. They like cold bread. First of all, obviously, that means they can eat gluten. Goes without saying. It also means, I think, that they are a large family. Because, right, hear me out. Normally, if you put bread in the fridge, it goes stale faster. And then it'll actually go mouldy. And you can't eat mouldy bread. The only time that won't happen is if there's so many of you in the family that... You eat the entire loaf of bread before it has a chance to go mouldy. Therefore, it's okay to put it in the fridge because it will never last long enough. So it's fine. So we can tell just by the fact that they put bread in the fridge that Ethan comes from a large family. Then we've got tomatoes, mixed grapes and salad spread. Obviously, they are very healthy people. They like their tomatoes. They like their fruit. They like their salad. They are all, they're all. really into that. Maybe also, again, going back to the, the big family thing, Maybe that means there's not there's not like a load of money to go around spending on like fancy unnecessary food. They just have the basics and they like it and they keep healthy. But there's nothing over the top because there's so many people that need feeding in that family. What else? What else can I can I tell just based on the contents of that fridge? Sh- um, I'm, I'm concentrating. Are there any other bits of information I can extract? I think I might be done with Ethan's fridge. Sh- I think that's as much as I can tell you. They are a large family, and there might not be a huge amount of money knocking around, hence a fairly basic, you know, staples only in the fridge. Healthy, but nothing too fancy or just you know unhealthy. Benny Benny's fridge. He's, he's <sighs> Benny's fridge <laughs> contains a sushi snack pack from MS, a family sized Cadbury's dairy milk, a bag of onions, and Butter. Right. Bag of onions, you're French, obviously. <laughs> of course, because who else would have a bag of onions if you're not French? This is obvious. Sushi snack pack from MS, come on, you're you're really making it easy for me here, Benny. Obviously that means you are disgustingly middle class. I mean I'm I'm kind of the same, it's fine. Um but but yes. Obviously MS, big class signifier, but also sushi, I feel like is quite a middle class thing to just have in your fridge just for whenever you want to snack on it. So, that's that. Family-sized Cadbury's Dairy Milk means you do have a sweet tooth. You like you like a treat. And it also means that I guess you can trust the people in your family not to, like, eat it all in one go, you know? Because those family-sized bars, they're big, right? But I feel like it, you could quite easily polish one off in a couple of days fairly easily. But the fact that it's there, I think, means there's, there's, a, there's an amount of trust there that you won't do that and kind of pig out on it all in one go, which to me suggests maybe... You might be an only child that might be it yeah i think you know i'm going to say i think betty's an only child i don't know whether this is true or not but that's what i'm getting from the fact that he has a family-sized cadbury's dairy milk in his fridge butter um i guess you can put butter on your toast maybe you prefer butter to margarine or maybe you like doing some baking again that kind of fits into the sweet tooth thing you've got the chocolate you've got the butter which means you can do baking using butter boom I am like a modern-day Sherlock Holmes. Try me. Katie, in her fridge, she's got two cans of Coca-Cola, strawberry jam, Muller Corner yoghurts, and apples. Right, I think, Katie, someone in your family has packed lunches. They go to school, maybe primary school, secondary school, they have a packed lunch, and every day in their packed lunch, they take a Muller Corner yoghurt, because that is a classic packed lunch kind of accessory, I would say. Apples, again, could go quite well in a packed lunch. I respect that. It's good. Tasty. And maybe, you know what? Maybe the strawberry jam could even go into the sandwiches. I I personally wouldn't have a jam sandwich at lunchtime, but I remember being at primary school and people would have jam sandwiches at lunchtime. Um, Again, I guess the two cans of Coke could go into that. Um, It does say Coke and not like diet Coke. So, I think... I'm not going to say you're an unhealthy family but perhaps you you don't mind the sugar you live a balanced lifestyle you have the full sugar products and then do you know all the exercise and healthy eating you know you eat the apples as well as the the two cans of coke so it all balances out um what else can I deduce from that cans in the fridge yeah what what can I take anything from the fact that they have cans in the fridge I don't know I don't know I don't think there's anything I can I can take from that unless unless you had a recent birthday party We'd sometimes have that. If someone had a birthday party, there might be some like coke in the fridge, left over. Hmm, maybe. It's possible. Um, Am I done with with Katie's fridge with the the jam, yoghurt, apples and coke? Yeah. I think I've extracted all I can extract from that. Maybe maybe you're a family of dentists. Because um, an apple a day keeps the dentist... No, that's not the saying, is it? (laughs) Never mind, we'll move on. Finally, the contents of Matty's fridge. And I will work out a bit about Matty based purely on what is in his fridge. A thing of Edam, you know, with the red skin on it, on a round triangle. Can't really describe it. Yeah, I know what Edam is. I can visualise that. It's cool. An iceberg lettuce, pasta sauce, and an own brand orange juice. Okay, first things first. The Edam. You like you like your cheese. I feel like Edam is not a staple. That is kind of above and beyond. Um. What? I don't know, what what can I get from the EDAM it being in the fr- Not much, really. Just that you you know, you know do buy things that are non-essential. Iceberg lettuce, uh, again, a fine choice. Maybe you use it in Mexican food or just in salads. Pasta sauce, again, um, fairly basic meal. Maybe, are you a student? No, you can't be a student, because students wouldn't have EDAM. They'd have pasta sauce, but I cannot see a student buying EDAM. I don't think I've ever known anyone at uni that would own EDAM. Um, own brand orange juice again. That's kind of studenty, but also I I wouldn't see the point in buying like branded orange juice. We've never done that at my home, so that's that's. I think that's quite family having orange juice in the house actually. And pasta sauce maybe maybe somebody works, someone maybe two parents have quite busy jobs, and so what that means is that you there's not much time for cooking so maybe you have to cook sometimes or they have to cook quickly and you just put some pasta sauce on and that's like a healthy nutritious dinner that's really quick um iceberg lettuce i don't know just you just like salad maybe you have lettuce and cheese the edam is the one piece of the puzzle i can't really work out but but yeah that's that's what i'm saying i don't know whether any of this is right um I wouldn't bother messaging back to let me know if I'm right because there's no time because we have to do someone's knocking at the door next. But that, I think I have proven to the world that I now have a superpower. I can work out things about your life based purely on the contents of your fridge. This is Ray and Natalie don't, on Wizard Radio.
1: Someone's at the door, somebody's
2: ringing the bell. Part two of Someone's Looking at Your Door is on Wizard Radio right now. I haven't got long because I spent too long (laughs) trying to work out things about people based on what's in their fridge. So let's rattle through these really quickly so Miles Mikulski can come on the radio at five o'clock. Sophia is the first guest. Oh, by the way, the clues. I should give you the clues again. On Someone's Looking Door this week, they are not a man. They are a celebrity who is relevant right now. Um, But you wouldn't really want to see them knocking at your door. They are... British, I did give out some false information I said they were a British citizen they are not currently a British citizen I'm sorry for the mistake Um, and they are currently younger than me those are the clues this week, Sophia says I don't know how accurate this is but is Nicola Peltz knocking at your door she's not a man, she's a kind of relevant celebrity now that she's officially Brooklyn Beckham's fiance, I think she's slightly younger than you Alec, and she's basically a British icon now that she's going to be a Beckham why wouldn't you want to see her knocking at your door, though? I've got no idea. Nicola Pelt? No. <laughs> it's not Brooklyn Beckham's fiance knocking at the door. Oh, is she really younger than me? That's, that's mad. I didn't know she was younger than me, but yeah, she probably is. Right. No, it's not her, Sophia. You are incorrect. Um, I'm sorry, but thank you for playing. Taryn says, is it Daisy Ridley? She's the one who was in Star Wars and killed loads of people in it, no spoilers. Oh, okay, thanks for not spoiling it. She's a she, so she's not a he. She's a relevant celebrity and a British icon, but that was a clue because I think a lot of people assume she's American, and you wouldn't want to see her knocking at your door because she can kill people, as we've seen on screen. The only thing is that she's not younger than Alec, I don't think. Let's let's find out really quickly. Uh, She is currently... Yes, quite a lot older than me. So let's 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 not go with that one. It is not Daisy Ridley. Um, yeah, the thing about people thinking she's a different nationality, not not quite what I was I uh, uh, was getting at. Um, hmm. we we do have a correct guess. <laughs> it's from Zach. Well done, Zach. He says, "I'm ashamed of you, Alec. Don't tell me it's who I think it is. Is it the IS bride?" who was in the news this week. Um, Maybe, but look, we've run out of time. Um, We can't let her in after all. Oh dear, what a shame. See you next week.
0: Here goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio-based fun.